Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to BTR Boxing Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean, and today for the Big Fight Preview, we have Jamie Albrecht back on the show. It's been a week off from the podcast, and I've got a great person to bring back on the show, Jamie. You're great. The uh, Aldi version of Johnston, as you always call yourself. Yeah, literal, and I quantify that with my surname being Albrecht, which is... You know, that is Aldi, Albert Discount. So, uh, still waiting for that big fat check, you know, me inheritance. So, while I'm waiting for that, I don't mind spending a lot of time with, with uh, me old mate Sean. So, I appreciate being asked back on. I do appreciate it. Oh, it's good to have you back on. It's been a it's been a week off, everybody. You know, you've probably seen the messages on social media. We had a week off. We've been enjoying the Easter break with our families and doing all the things that we want to do during that time. And then what happens during that week? Well absolutely shed loads happens but we are going to save that for we're going to save it for another episode which you're going to be on jamie which is our shooting the breeze episode but this episode is all about the big fight coming up this week which is between joe joyce and zeal chang which i am very much looking forward to having tuned out of the boxing world for the last week i'm happy to be back talking about a, a fight in the heavyweight division where this is just two guys that weren't afraid to sign a contract that weren't afraid to get in the ring with each other and two guys that regardless of what you think about them I think they're just consummate professionals they're just getting in there and they're going to do this and they're going to put themselves yeah, in they're going to get themselves in prime position aren't they for, for a fight at, against Alexander Usyk who's the current WBO champion so you know I'm, I'm, I'm happy yeah. that I'm happy that this fight's happening because it's a fight between two guys who People will sit there and say are very slow individuals with inside the ring, but certainly I think what we've seen from both of them 
is heart, determination, durability, punching power, and they both have it, regardless of the fact that they might not be the lightest on their feet. They've both got really good engines, and I don't care what anybody says about Chang. I've criticised him in the past, Jamie, because I felt like he's a little bit slow and methodical, but I think the, the Hergovic fight, I think that taught us a lot about both of them men in that fight, and I think... What it taught what it taught me was that I discredited Chang a little bit more than maybe what I should have done. And actually, I've got to give him a little bit more credit for coming through that fight, even though he was on the wrong end of the decision in the fight. Mm-hmm. And I thought he won it. I, I think he came out of that with more credit than Hergovic because Hergovic was the one that was expected to to go in there and, and do the business and put himself in, in prime position to fight Anusik. But now... The tables have turned, things are different, and Chang's fighting Joe Joyce, who destroyed Joe Parker in his last fight. So we've got a really interesting fight in the heavyweight division at the moment. And and the heavyweight division's just it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And you've got you've got these two guys, Jamie, that are just chipping away in the background, looking for a big shot and a big fight. And I think after Saturday, whoever wins this fight we're going to get to see the emergence of someone who we can literally say is a legit contender for a world title. Yeah, I, I would, I would certainly agree with that. And um, when you were saying about, you know, being critical of Xi Zhang in particular, I, in the past, have been critical of Joe Joyce because aesthetically in terms of like looking at a fighter, he's not the most attractive proposition, is he? But you know what? You can't, and this is where I'm in total agreement with you, uh, Sean, you can't um, you can't discount the heart, can you? Of either man, but especially Joe Joyce. You know he's taking he's taking bombs to the face constantly. I don't know sort of how far that's going to get him. And you know maybe on another show uh, I could go a bit more in depth about him. But you know I think Joe Joyce is maybe already showing the effects a little bit of like he's a bit slow when he talks and all that. So I don't know how long that can go on for. But um, hey, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to the fight and. Zilei Zhang is definitely a worthy, worthy proposition um, for for being in the other corner. Uh, you know, you discussed before the the previous fight with uh, Hergovic. Um, Hergovic sort of excited me as a prospect uh, when he first came on the scene. He reminded me very much of Vitali Klitschko. I don't know if you're in agreement there, but just just the way that you know he, he was quite decent, sort of letting his hands go a bit quicker than. Uh, a lot of heavyweights on the scene at the time, and he, he didn't mind sort of putting himself in arm's way when when necessary. But neither does Zhu Zhang, and he really he should have got the nod um, in their last in their last meeting. So these are two guys who they've got everything to gain, and uh, they didn't really have to take this fight, did they? So big up to them. You didn't I do actually to, think they didn't have to take three. it. They didn't have to take it, Jamie. But the thing is, what else is there out there for them at the moment? Well, yeah. Everyone's tied up, aren't they? Um, yep. We don't know what Tyson Fury's doing, and you know I'll save I'll save me rant for that uh, for the shooting the breeze, to be honest, because that's when you're going to see the real power shop Johnston coming out with a C word and the F word and everything like that. But um, yeah, um, what other choice have they got? This is the problem. You know, maybe they could maybe they could speak to Frank Warren, and you know he can pull out obscure names from the top 15 rankings and, and maybe uh, provide us with a bit more information. But as you say, I can't. Other than each other, who else have they got? I'm looking forward to the fight though, Jamie, because like, you know, this is this is a Joe Joyce who, whoever's been put in front of him, questions have been 
asked theoretically about his career and where he's at and what he can achieve. And every yeah. time he has answered them, every single time he has answered them in, in some way, shape or form. And you got to remember, Joe Joyce has, has stopped all but one of his 15 opponents one of them yep. being Joseph Parker. That that that's obviously one of the biggest wins of his career. Daniel Dubois mm-hmm. now looks like an even greater win given where Dubois at, and Dubois being touted as a as an opponent for Alexander Usyk. Now the Fury fights fell through. Even Carlos Takam. Look at what Carlos Takam did a few weeks ago against yeah. Tony Yoka. This is making yeah. Joe Joyce, in my eyes, look more of a. Uh, of a better fighter, of a, an underrated fighter that people have wrote him off. And because he isn't as aesthetically pleasing and hasn't got mm. the same footwork as a, as a Tyson Fury, for example, because of that, we, we, we have all admittedly been critical of him at some point of his career so far. But the one, fo- the one point we can't deny really here is, is he's done what he's said he's going to do in every single fight. And we can't deny mm-hmm. that fact. That is a fact. He's done what he said he's going to do. And now he's up against a guy, uh, a fellow Olympian as well in Jiu Jang, which has yep. come in and done the same thing throughout his career. You know, he was he was unlucky to be on the back end of the decision in, in the last fight. From my opinion, I felt like he actually... He actually won that fight, and and people might yeah. shout shout and scream and say, "No, no, it's wrong." I mean, all three judges give it to Hergovic, so um, clearly I must be wrong then, and, and everybody else who fought Changwon must be wrong because all three of them give it to Hergovic. But well, I just I, felt. <clears throat> Go on, sorry, well, Jamie. No, sorry to interrupt you, Sean. I also thought years ago that uh, Joe Joyce should be the Olympic gold medalist, so he's felt the sting. You know, there's no way Tony Yoka beat him in that Olympic final. So he's felt the sting as well, you know what I mean? So it's nice to see these two individuals, you know, rather than being all sour-faced about it and all that, as I think Tyson Fury would be if if he got beat by Usyk, which is a very, very real possibility. I think me and Johnston agree in that respect as well, if you're listening, Johnston. Um, you know, they're not being sour-faced about it, is he? He's just moving forward, Jilei Zhang. And, um, yeah, big, again, big up to him. Keep saying that, but... I'm looking forward to this fight because it isn't just about the aesthetics for me. It used to be with Joe Joyce, but, uh, you know, to echo the point again, I just admire his heart. And I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm absolutely intrigued as to see where where he can go. And I'll tell you another exciting prospect. If Joe Joyce gets through tonight, I'm fairly sure Deontay Wilder is number one in the WBA rankings. Correct. Um, number, one, number one or number two. So the possibility of my most anticipated fight being made comes ever ever closer. If Joe Joyce can get in there with Usyk and maybe shock the world, we might actually see Deontay Wilder and Joe Joyce uh, slug it out at some point. And that <laughs> is a fight that, yeah, you'd need to get the popcorn at the ready, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. The the, the chin versus the punch. Who who has got the better? And I think that is certainly the one that everybody's talked about with that prospect. With the yeah. way things are at the moment and with, with the way the rankings are, it could quite easily be a situation where 
you know, Daniel De Bruyne looks like he's going to be facing Usyk. That could completely change. You know, as I've been recording this, I've read today that Tyson Fury is going to be potentially fighting Andy Ruiz. So, you know, there's just a lot of rumours, a lot of talk. Until something's signed, sealed and delivered, I kind of take a lot of this stuff with a pinch of salt. This is the WBO interim world heavyweight title, which is is here at the moment. There's no so it's, need for that. There's no need for that label at all. No, no there isn't, there isn't, there isn't, and, and this is this is the problem with them belts that we've always talked about, like, you know, I think, I think with Joyce, if the organisations, all four of the top organisations haven't got him rated highly enough as it is, mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, after this, if he beats Chang, then he needs to be rated higher than where he's at, because for me, logically, looking around now at the heavyweight division, yeah, Alexander Usek and Tyson Fury kind of battle it out in many people's mind as the number one, you could quite yeah. argue the case for either of them two. Now, after that, you're looking at who? Are you saying Wilder's then next? Are you saying Joshua's next? Or are you saying someone like Joe Joyce is next? Or even Dubois? So, what, what intrigues me about that as well, the, that conversation, is that the Ring magazine actually have Joshua above Joe Joyce. In their uh, in their rankings, their latest rankings, and um, I mean that's another conversation to be had. The Anthony Joshua situation, but what I find disgusting as well, and I know uh, you know, pull me pull me a bit closer to the to the sales, so to speak. If you think I'm going a bit you know a bit too far south, um, but I, I think it's disgusting that Daniel Dubois is getting this opportunity against Usyk when Joe Joyce is. You know, he's beating all and sundry, and he also, even though I don't generally agree with the term, he also made Dubois quit. Politics this, isn't it, um, Jamie? Politics of boxing. Yeah. This is this is what's happening. He, he's been manoeuvred. He's been, Daniel Dubois, no, no discrediting him, he's been manoeuvred into a position and he took his opportunity. If he gets the fight with yeah. Usyk, he's going to take it. Of course he is, but you're right. Yeah, of course Logically, Joe Joyce, Joe Joyce should be the one fighting, fighting Alexander Usyk next and, and not... Daniel Dubois, I, I agree, totally agree, but it ain't well, happening. Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury should be the man, but again, you know, Tyson Fury's become a swear word, I imagine, on this <laughs> podcast. Um, so, yeah, uh, there'll certainly be a lot of swear word about Tyson Fury in the next one. So, yeah, yeah, we'll, definitely, definitely. We, we'll, we'll certainly <laughs> we'll certainly be shooting a few breezes there uh, with that episode, mm. but for, for this fight, this is the one we're talking about. This is the significant fight of the weekend, Ultimately, now we've talked a little bit about aesthetics. We've talked a little bit about their their the most recent fights and how they've performed, and you know what what we can kind of expect to see maybe in this fight. Two ex Olympians, mm-hmm. two guys that are at the stage of the career where it's they've got to go for it now. They've both got to go for it. They both need big a big win again to continue on to their quest to to become heavyweight champion of the world. This this has got the potential to, to to give fireworks because you've got another guy in the opposite corner to Joyce in Chang who can bang and that is his nickname of course Big Bang Chang you know he can yep. he can bang and we know Joe Joyce's chin is is granite is like iron it's whatever you want to call it whatever cliche name you want to say it is it's stood up to everything so far. Can it stand up to Chang? Can Chang put a dent in Joe Joyce? And these are the questions that we're kind of asking ourselves as fans. What type of fight do you anticipate with this one? Um, I see it as two immovable sort of forces coming up against each other. And it might be controversial to say, but I can see it being a point. I can see it going to points. 
I can't see a Joe Joyce really overwhelming Zhang, to be honest. I, you know, I would have bet against him against Hergovic and look what happened there. Um, I still think Joyce is going to get the victory, but I, I just don't think he'll be able to be able to overwhelm him. And, and whether this is because, I don't know if uh, the listeners watch things like IFL and IFL TV and all that, and they know big Johnny Fisher, John Fisher's dad, um, he was, Zhilei Zhang was pictured in a Chinese restaurant with Johnny Fisher earlier this week. And whether it's because Johnny Fisher's so large, or, you know, Zhilei Zhang looks in good shape, I don't know, but he does look up and ready for the fight. So, yeah, I'm not expecting, I'm expecting a few fireworks. I think it's going to be a good fight, but I think it's just going to be because they're going to meet each other in the middle. There's going to be no um, no real feeling out process. It's not going to be pretty twinkle toes and all that. Um, but yeah, I just think they're, they're going to try and wear each other down to a stalemate and Joe Joyce should come out with a points victory. That's ultimately how a lot of people are seeing this fight going down, but I think I think we've got to give Chang a bit of credit with his chin as well. I think he's got a bit of a chin on him, to be honest yeah, with you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think I think Joyce will certainly show us how much of a chin he's got because of his his his, his engine, his work rate is. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. His ability to not want to take a backward step during the course of a fight and continue to put the pressure on, it's ultimately going to come down to whether Chang can withstand it. And from what we've seen so far in his career, he's proven he's got the heart and determination and the chin to do so, and that he can punch as well, of course. So, yeah. you know, we don't know what really we are exactly going to see. We could see Joe Joyce hurt for the first time. You know, that'll be a bit of a shock to the system for boxing fans who have seen him fight 15 times and just walk through all the punches that fighters are throwing at him so you know there could be an interesting dynamic there but the way you put it which just sounds like it could just be uh, a back and forth affair could pretty much be the way this goes down two men that just come back and forward all the way through the fight and remember they are very big men I just wonder whether Chang Chang has the stamina the stamina to do this because the one thing I noticed from the Hergovic fight was that throughout parts of it 
after, say, sort of five, six rounds in, he did seem to gas. The pair of them did, to be fair. And I think after the mm. sort of sixth, seventh round in, the pair of them just looked exhausted, Hergovic and Chang. So I'm wondering, does Joe Joyce capitalise in the latter half of the fight when Chang starts to fade? Or will, will Chang be there? Potentially, but as I say, he was looking a bit svelte in that video, but then he was sat in a Chinese restaurant. So you sort of think, you know, are you taking, are you taking your dietary requirements seriously or not? Do you know what I mean? But um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting proposition. Um, I do just see him sort of cancelling each other out, like I say. Um, and yeah, it, it's going to be it's going to be a good fight. I, I don't think we can. Um, the, the reason why I say it's not going to be pretty is because, you know, are you aware of the uh, Rock'em Sock'em robots? Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what I envisage. <laughs> you, you take so, one, I take one. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a good way to describe it to anybody that remembers Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Uh, I think that's probably yeah. an accurate description of how this fight might actually go down. I mean, it's it's, it's like trying to glamorise a fight that might actually just be relatively boring for people. I mean, I'm talking about Joyce might come on late and, and Jang's stamina might not not sort of live up to the expectation that, that, that Joyce is at and we might actually get a later stoppage. I can I mean I can see that happening. I could see it happening. Yeah. But yeah. but I have to side with what you're saying a little bit here and think, you know what? Ultimately in my head, how do how do I see it going down? And I think it could just be a back and forth affair at times not very pretty. A lot of leaning, a lot of holding, two big guys sort of smothering each other's work throughout the course of a fight. I could see it being potentially i like i want i want it to be a great fight but potentially it's got the markings uh of a bit of a snooze fest as well so there's oh, a the, 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 yeah. yeah there's a risk isn't there there's a bit of a risk with this but i was just gonna say it's the it's the it's, it's the fight of the weekend that i'm most interested in which is why i'm covering it for this week's yeah. big fight preview i just i want to what i want to see is is two guys like you say a bit of rock and sock em, uh go at it testing the metal against one another, answering a few more questions maybe from Joe Joyce's side. Maybe Chang will answer a few more questions in this particular fight. He's a couple of years older. He's pushing 40 now, Chang. So, you know, this is really his... I wouldn't say it's his last chance saloon because it's the heavyweight division and anything can happen, but he's certainly Mm. at this point of his career where if he's going to make an impact, for him, now is the time to do it. Well, that, that was the that was another point I was going to make amongst the waffle, and I, I think maybe I'm getting a bit too old now because I was sat there trying to like think about my point while I was talking about Joyce being immovable and everything like that. And a point that I think has to be taken into account, which maybe not many people mention, Joyce is 37. Maybe is he 37, 38 now? There is there is every chance that he could get he could get old overnight, and there is every chance that against a puncher that that realisation can come a lot sooner, you know? So even though we've seen him be this immovable object, a chin like Carl Frotch, Jake Lamar, you know, the great fighters from the past, you know, there's always the chance that, you know, you're 38, you're going to be held together by glue a little bit in certain respects. Um, is she Le Zhang the man to, to, crack the, uh, to crack the stone? You know what I mean? We don't know. I think we're, I think we're both unanimous in what we say in terms of how or who we see winning the fight. I think we both see Joyce winning it. So yeah. we'll we'll see. We'll see. You know, it's a it's the biggest fight from our perspective 
of the weekend. Uh, but it isn't the only one. Uh, on the same card, there are a couple of notable names, a couple of notable fights to certainly tune into if, you, if you're wanting to tune into uh, these fights or just the full card in general. But a couple of ones that intrigue me that I'll be looking for this weekend will be Denzel Bentley and Kieran Smith, British middleweight title on the line. I think this is a this has got the potential to be a really, really good fight in the middleweight division. Uh, Michaela Meyer as well. She's on the, the this particular card. She's returning to the ring and she's boxing up at lightweight against Christina Linadatu, former Katie Taylor opponent. Michaela Meyer obviously yeah. looking to, to get back to winning ways after that loss in the super featherweight division against Alicia Baumgartner. She said she was going to move up. She has moved up. She's fighting Linadatu, who we have seen before fight Katie Taylor. So, you know, we've got a bit of knowledge about both of these fighters and what they're, what they're capable of. So, I am interested to see where this goes because I actually liked yeah, watching a lot. I liked watching Maya and I liked watching her style. Mm. I felt that that maybe she won that fight against Baumgartner. So I'm interested to it's see where, where 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 this goes and, and where this lightweight campaign takes her as well. So they they are yeah. the, the the three fights I'm most interested in this weekend. Have you got any thoughts and feelings about the the Bentley Smith and the Maya Lenardato fights, Jamie? Well, we're in particular with Maya. Um... You know, I think it's sad that the the level that women's boxing is at at the moment. I mean, you know, it has thrived, it's thrived, but the the fact is the talent pool isn't big enough at the moment. So what I would have liked to see is Maya continuing to chase after Baumgartner because, like you, I actually believe that uh, Maya won that fight, albeit by a couple of rounds, but I still think she, I still think she gave good display and I think she won the fight. Um, I think Baumgartner was just having a bit of time off during rounds sometimes and, you know, looking looking really, I don't know, she looked slick in parts and I think she was trying to do a bit of a Sugar Ray Leonard, catching the eyes of the judges with just a bit of flashiness every now and then. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit sort of, I didn't want to see Mare up at lightweight, but I think that's the thing, isn't it? With the, with the talent pool, it's a lot easier to pick up uh, world titles in other ways and maybe... Maybe Maya doesn't feel confident of a win against uh, Alm Gardner, and that's why she's moved up. So, but we'll see. We'll see what they, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but I do like Maya. I think she's a she's a good performer. I think she'll come away with a victory. Uh, Denzel Bentley, I do, I like him. He's a bit of a slickster, isn't he? I don't know too much about Kieran Smith. Um, you'll have to enlighten me on that one, Sean. But I do like watching Bentley, um, and I think. You know, that should be an entertaining one. I do like sort of stylists, people that can sort of box a little bit and give that entertainment value. We don't always like seeing a banger, do we? No, it's like I say, there's some good, the good fights. I mean, like I'm talking really when I'm talking about these particular fights to 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 the audience, to you guys listening, because I know like. I don't want to sit here, and I always say this for these shows. I don't want to sit here and try and you know give an analysis on. A one and prospect against uh, a guy who's lost 20, 30 fights. It, it, you know, it's prospect versus journeyman. It's as simple as that. And I always say that yeah. because that's what it is. And a lot of these cards are like that. But it's the three fights in particular that I've highlighted, which are the ones which I'm saying to you guys. Make sure you tune into them because they're the ones to watch this weekend in the UK. There's a couple of cards on across the UK as well. Some of them are not being streamed on any platform, which is a, is a real shame. And then in America, there isn't any major, major fights on this weekend to tune into. And, and there probably will be if you're an American listener and you tune into the American boxing scene more than what we do. But from our perspective, a sort of a crossover fight 
which has got the attention. Uh, there isn't anything this this weekend for me that I'm actively going to look at and go, do you know what? I'm going to go and tune into that one. But what I will be doing is yeah. preparing, me, preparing myself for the following weekend when we have got a really good weekend of fights coming up. So this weekend, we're coming back to, to, to the podcasting world with a fight which might end up being a snooze fest or could end up being an absolute stunner of a fight, a back and forward war in the heavyweight division. We could end up seeing one of them fights with many, many punches being thrown. I could just be literally hyping this fight up and it turns out to be a complete dud, but ultimately it is the biggest fight of this weekend for us as UK fight fans because it's going to tell us a few things more about Joe Joyce and how ready he is and surely... Joe Joyce is, is someone that people are saying could easily beat Anthony Joshua after seeing his performance against Jermaine Franklin. So I think Joe Joyce now is 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 you know if he doesn't put a a big statement on this this particular fight, if it's a really bore fest or it's it's a lull fight, then people are going to start criticizing Joyce again. Are going to go back to the stereotypical criticism of him, and then we're just going to be back to square one again with Joe Joyce. But I think if if he was to stop Zhang late. And, and put a bit of an impact on the fight and, and get that win, I think that that puts his stock even more higher because you talked earlier about Dubois again and we're going back to this conversation because it is the, the main fight. And and I think if, if Joyce puts that, that, that stamp of authority on this and gets a big win like he did against Parker, if he does the same thing, yeah. if he does that, that, that sort of impact, for me, I mean, I put him right up there. I put him right up there at the top of that heavyweight division and he, he's just, he's turning into a little bit like Dillian White was a few years ago in the sense that he was waiting around for so long for that title shot. I just hope they don't yeah. keep Joyce waiting around. If he wins big, don't let him wait around for too long because we might not get to see the very peak of this guy's career. And that, that'll be an absolute yeah. shame. I think he's at it. I think this is his peak now. I think he's at this point where if you stuck him in with any one of those fighters in this heavyweight division, Usyk, Fury. Joshua, Wilder, we'd get a good fight either way. Win, lose, or draw. We'd get a great fight. He'd and give I, I him think... help. Yeah, he'd give him help. Um, but the one thing, I do think he's going to get his opportunity wherever happens because I think we're in agreement here, uh, Sean, that Usyk won't duck his mandatories. That's why the Dubois fight is, is going to be happening. And uh, Tyson Fury, we, we just don't know, do we? If it was a WBC uh, interim that he had, Maybe we'd we'd be speaking about a different story, but um, no, I think he's he'll get his opportunity. But unlike you, I could forgive Joe Joyce if he does give a dud performance tonight uh, at the weekend because he's overperformed so many times in my eyes and exceeded expectations. Everyone's allowed an off night, so if it doesn't happen this weekend for him, where we get explosive, you know, knockout and all that, I'm all right. I'm all right to forgive that. Let's get him in position for an Usyk fight a Tyson Fury fight and then you know we'll, we'll judge him on on that result well that is pretty much it it feels like a bit of a a bit of a lull podcast to be honest with you this one because th- there's nothing majorly else going on and obviously we did say earlier we're doing a shooting the breeze episode and I think that's going to be more entertaining for everybody to listen <laughs> to this week than than this particular Very one uh, just because there's been so much that has gone on in the past week and a half well I've been on holiday and Johnston's been away and we've had our family time and it always happens this we, we take a bit of time off to spend time with our families and then loads of stuff goes down and we have to end up doing something like we're going to do this week which is a shooting the breeze so that we can actually address all the stuff that's gone on so 
yes, we're not completely dismissing any of the stuff that's gone on in the past week. We are saving it for our other episode, which is also live, which is shooting the breeze. We are going to be covering many different topics that have gone on in the past week. Many people have messaged and said... What's your take on the Amir Khan situation? What's your take on Joshua's performance? Well, I'm going to address it alongside yourself, Jamie, in our next yep. episode, Shooting the Breeze. I would, I would implore anybody who's going to be listening to the episode, I'm not going to make any apologies, but if you've got kids who listen to this, you know, just cover their ears. <laughs> That's a disclaimer. He's putting a, he's putting a yeah. disclaimer in already. Well, to be fair, we actually did an episode a while ago, Jamie, and, and I remember putting it on YouTube and somebody was just like, I love this show, but I can't stand that word. And they were referring to that C word. So, uh, you know. Did I use it? Or was yeah, it was you. It was you. It was oh, actually lovely. you. It wasn't, it wasn't it was Johnson. It was probably my man. It was probably my man. <laughs> <laughs> I always say to her with my podcast, I go, Nan, you're not allowed to watch it. But, like, you know, everyone else. Well, it's a disclaimer anyway. (laughs) Guys, listen to the Shooting the Breeze episode. If you want our take on what's been going on over the past week and a half, we will be on that episode. But for this episode, it's been talking about Joyce versus Chang. We're both going for Joyce to get the victory. We don't know how it's exactly going to play out. It could be a late stoppage. It could be a points decision. You're vying more towards towards that region. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. We obviously will be back next week with our reaction show to this to talk about what happens in the aftermath but then we'll be back with a big fight preview because there is so many big fights coming up in the next couple of weeks so next weekend we get to talk about an even greater fight across the pond in the usa which i'm very much looking forward to but that's it for now guys thank you thank you for listening thank you for tuning back into us if this is the first time you've tuned in then please make sure you do follow us on social media at btr boxing pod on twitter and facebook and instagram and you can find us on tiktok or if you want to subscribe to the youtube channel you can find all of our series based content on there i've got to say one final thank you for the episode and that is as always for the patrons of this podcast who subscribe to us through patreon.com if you haven't seen what we do on patreon.com please check us out we have membership services which include patron only content patron only series early access ad free you know the full shebang basically you get the full btr experience if you sign up and support us in that way you don't have to but if you can just share the episodes out there that's just as good and that is it for this episode thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time Podcast Network.